Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Today on the podcast, we have Cammie. She is a watercolor artist and custom wedding stationer. She's all about the paper goods with purpose and personality. Cammie Monet operates under two branches where she has totally custom wedding clients and she does all the custom stationery. She also has a product line that's available for both retail and wholesale. And when she's not doing all of those things, which sounds to me like two full-time jobs all right there. She also has a podcast with her friend where they do the Biz Birthday Bash podcast where she makes Biz Strategy a piece of cake for paper people. Yeah. And she's doing that for all you creative business owners today. So we're talking a little bit of processes and Dubsado, all about how to create a high touch point premium service with your clients. If you're hoping to dip your toe into charging premium prices this year, or maybe you already are already offering premium services. This is something that can really give you some really good ideas on how to be high touch without having to be in the process every time because Cammie shares how she her process really is fast, getting clients in the door and paying really quickly. But the customization and the personality part of her process is unlike any other that I've heard of. So I know you guys are going to give some really good takeaways today. Yeah. And if you guys are interested in utilizing Dubsado after she digs into all the amazing ways she's utilizing it, I just want to let you know we have an amazing offer for you. You can't find this anywhere else. Okay. You can get a free trial for life for your first three paying clients by going to bossproject.com slash Dubsado. And when you get those three clients and are ready to upgrade, we got you. First month is going to be 50% off or your first year will be 50% off with code BOSSPROJECT. Now that's bossproject.com slash D-U-B-S-A-D-O. Hey, Cammie, welcome to the show. Hey, so excited to be here. Well, we're excited to chat. And I took a gander at some of the stuff you have going on. And I'm excited to get more of an artist's perspective on running a business. I know we have a ton of different creative businesses that listen to this show. And they run the gamut on all the different things they do. I'm always so impressed with the creativity of our audience. And Well, it always makes me miss our service business days when I talk to, you know, designers or photographers who are using Dubsado and the amazing workflows they have set up. And I'm like, Abby, our life would have been so much easier. (laughs) I know. And so I think what I'm excited specifically about what I've heard about what you're doing is just how you can still make the client process really fun and really personalized and feel like 
it's if it's more in alignment with like who you are personally and doesn't just feel like a robot doing the whole thing, you know? Yeah, totally. Well, my business tagline is make everything fun. So that totally flows into my processes and forms. And Dubsado is really, you know, just the tool, the conduit for making things fun. And a lot of people think like, okay, well, this is like a very like sterile form or a sterile questionnaire, but it's like you have the ability and capability within Dubsado to take it to the next level with all these ways of bringing your personality, your client's personality, and just like making it super, super fun experience for both of you guys. Well, before we dive too much into the client process, because I think you have some unique takes on what that looks like, I'd love to give people a little bit of background on what you do and how you decided to add Dubsada to what you do. Yeah, for sure. So I'm a watercolor artist. And under that branch, I do custom wedding stationery. And I also have a product line available for retail and wholesale of delightful paper goods and gifts. So obviously, I'm using Dubsado mostly for my wedding stationery side. And let me just tell you, when I first started using Dubsado, which I think I was like one of the OG people, like I was like on board back in the day when they first started, like so all about it. My very first client, oh Lord, it was such a hot mess. Like I did go back and check because I wanted to see like what the process looked like. And I did send her an invoice and like some sort of weird form through Dubsado. And looking back at it now, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is so bad. So I did use it for that at first. But throughout the entire process of designing her invitations, everything I did was PDF proofs over email, like literally attaching a PDF waiting for an email to get back, trying to, oh gosh, trying to make those changes, get, keep it all in one place. Like we had multiple emails going from like her sisters, her mom, her, like the PDFs were so confusing. And I was like, what am I doing? Granted, it was my first client. So give yourself a little bit of grace. And, you know, she didn't realize she was my first client. Oh my, I was like, yeah, all my clients choose this paper. Uh Never worked with a client. That was my favorite (laughs) trick in the book. I know. You got to fake it till you make it. So I was like, after that first one, building my wings on the way down, I was like, I've got to figure this out in terms of just simplifying that creative process. Because as you know, with wedding invitations, there is so many moving parts, Mm. so much information coming at you, not only visually, but also just like actual, like, hey, this is where we're getting married. Here's the time. And keeping track of all of that is just a lot. So you don't want anything to be wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If something's wrong, it's like all on you. So it's like you have to have something in one place to actually condense this information and keep it. And emails and PDFs just ain't going to cut it in this industry. (laughs) Right. So what does that process like in contrast now, like walk us through maybe a more recent client experience. How did you feel as a business owner, but also how do you think it went for your client? Sure. So now it's so streamlined, you guys, like I have it down to a science, I feel like, and my inquiry process and booking process moves really fast. Like when a client comes to me, they're like, almost always ready to book. Like there's not a lot of back and forth. It's like, hey, you send me over your information. I send you a proposal. And they pretty much always book like at that point. Like I can tell right away if a client's going to be like one of the people who book instantly or if they're like, ah, I'm out. Like there's no in between. We don't have any waffling going on. So once that proposal is sent, I have it all right there with the contract and invoice ready to go with their 50% retainer. So it's literally like one step where they can pay and book and be ready to go right away. Upon that, then I send them a little note like, hey, you're booked, hooray. And then their love story questionnaire, which is like 
the key to my entire process at this point. Well, I call it my love story questionnaire. It's kind of like a fun little homework for clients, but it has them fill out like where they were engaged, what type of things they like to do on their dates, what's their favorite color, maybe their favorite song or a Bible verse that's really important to them, their wedding colors, just like all sorts of information. And I try to make it really fun for the client by having within the autofill of the form questions, I have like what my answers would be as well. So not only are they learning about me, but they kind of get an example of, hey, here's what I need to kind of the kind of information I need to give her. Because as a custom artist, I'm pulling like these very personal things that they might not even realize could be as part of their invitations from this form. So it's like this super secret sneaky tool. I love <laughs> like if they're that. like, we love pizza. And I'm like, okay, how can I incorporate pizza into a sophisticated wedding invitation? Yeah. Like, it's like <laughs> it a <can>. challenge. <laughs> <laughs> like we had this one bride. Now I'm off on a tangent again, but that's okay. No, I love it. They're her my favorite. And fiance were like, listen. We love chicken wings. Like we have to have chicken wings in our invitation. I was like, Those are oh my, my people. <laughs> I know. I was like, I love you guys so much. Yeah. But I, like, don't know how we're gonna how put chicken wings <laughs> and ranch dressing in, a, in like your wedding invitations. And you know what? We made it work in this crest. I need to like, see that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to send you guys a picture. Yeah, put it in the show notes so you guys can see it. I will. Like, My daughter's favorite song right now is called The Chicken Wing Beat. I don't know where she heard it from. It's a song on TikTok that like has Chicken Wing, Chicken Wing, hot dog, bamboo. I've seen that. Yeah. Chicken and macaroni. Every day and sings it at the top of her lungs and does like the chicken arms with it. And it is I mean the most maybe they played it at school. I feel like that's she might have chicken wings in her future wedding. Bring it on. I'm totally up for that challenge now. So yeah, we did the chicken wings. The ranch dressing in the crest. It was like the cutest little thing. I want to get married again to like have fun invitations now. (laughs) I know. Like what would you put in your crest? Like what ridiculous thing would you put on your invitation? Oh yeah. 100% a burrito. I am so in for that because I haven't had any burritos. I've had sushi, pizza, chicken wings, ice cream, but no burrito yet. So Uh, I need that. (laughs) Um, Okay. But I'm bringing it back around. So (laughs) doing all the fun stuff with the love story questionnaire. And then from there, I'm sending them their lookbook and design aesthetic, which basically has like a sketch of what I'm thinking for their invitations, as well as a color palette. And because Dubsado is beautiful and magical and the most wonderful baby unicorn ever, they can put their feedback right in there. I have been able to simplify like my artist brain. Like I know people can't see me right now, but it's literally like a cloud above my head of all this stuff. And I can simplify it down into one tiny little check mark for them, (laughs) which is just so great. And to bringing out making the creative process so much more of like structured and easy for someone who might not be necessarily creative or visual to understand. So that gets us on the same page with that. And then from there, it's just the proofing process. So getting a proof of the very first painted invitation suite, and then just tweaking like, hey, I actually need to change the time, those types of things. So it kind of goes back and forth through that. So that's like the gist of the full process. There's a couple of other things along the way, like including the portal for them and some other forms and subcontracts. We can talk more about those too. Yeah. What I really appreciate about what you're saying, and I think not enough people are taking advantage of, is including the approval process in like a way that's more official feeling. And I know like you can do this a million ways, but 
I've definitely done the email back and forth way. And trust me, that never feels finalized. But there's something about someone logging in and checking a box that I approve this proof. That makes it. And you can include like stuff in your contract about what happens once they approve it, like they can't go back. Or if you have to reprint something that it's on them at this point, because they approved it, blah, blah, blah. I think that in and of itself is so underutilized and like yeah because we've all had the i love it it's done email and then three days later uh can we change <laughs> uh-huh oh yeah you for sure loved it. yes exactly and hopefully we don't have to do too much to get to that point but i always send the final printing proof that has actual images of the imitation the actual files that is going to the printer once they sign off on that subcontract, which is basically just a mini contract within um, each project. And without that, I mean, they would email you back in like a week and be like, oh no, I spelled my fiance's name wrong. You're like, well, you no. signed this. And when you sign this, it means you understand the cost of reprinting is going to be charged. Brain now instead of yes. Brian. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, yeah. So how does that like functionally work? Do you have something going on in a workflow that prompts you to upload something or how are you setting up that approval process? So I have a workflow, but none of it is not necessarily automated. And I know people think workflow has to be automated, but I only work with a very select handful of clients a year. And each one is, I'm very personal with all of them and like very like high touch, very, yeah, a lot of high touch points for sure. So it is like just the workflow that I have kind of written down or in the Trello board where I kind of go through it. So I don't have it automated, but I'm like, okay, once they sign off in that last proof form to be like, everything looks good. Then I'm like, okay, now we send off the printing proof. And I'm like, so I like, that is like instant. Like I will never forget to send that because (laughs) nothing gets printed until they sign that off. And I could automate that to like trigger directly once they like submitted their final proof to send that subcontract. But for me, it's like a great second double check point for myself too to like put the files in and like be like cross-reference because it's scary for me too. I don't want to make a mistake and put the wrong file in or something like that. And then we have to go through the whole thing again. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the workflow with that. But it's kind of an artist workflow, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's it's when you're creating so many things manually, it's not going to take away your job. Like you still have to double check your work and like make sure things are accurate. I have a friend who just produced her third cookbook and people were losing their mind about, I think there was 10 errors or omissions in like a 250 page book. And I'm like, guys, we're talking like commas, a number, like the wrong picture on the wrong page. Like, Honestly, I was shocked that it was so low. I'm like, with the wedding invitation, you can get it perfect. Like, because it is mm-hmm. a couple of pages, there's a gajillion people invested in the result being accurate. Mm-hmm. But like, it's just part of the process. So anyway, I'm impressed. And I love that you have them sign a subcontract specifically about printing like that. Yeah. Yay. I actually have another subcontract and I have them signed to. My clients have to sign their life away for me to do anything. (laughs) So the second subcontract I use, besides the main full contract and the printing proof contract is a USPS mailing agreement. Because with my clients, I am actually mailing their invitations on their behalf. So like they literally don't even see them. Like I'm doing everything. Like these clients, like like, I don't have time 
to even mail my invitations. So I handle that part of the process as well. And because we all know USPS can get crazy, things get lost. I don't want them to come back to me and be like, you didn't do this or whatever. So it has everything in there laid out like, hey, this might get lost, this many might get lost, or you know, the machine might eat half of your paper because that has happened too. I've gotten pictures back from clients where it looks like a shark bit their invitation. They're like, oh. is this normal? And I'm like, no. Yeah, it was the shark effect. <laughs> no, like, it's like your wedding's in Bermuda. It's like, you know, <laughs> <a shark back. laughs> it's totally fine. So before I even mail all their client or mail all their invitations for them, they have to sign that as well. That just everything is just to protect my booty. Like that yeah, is not. what I'm about. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but I think it's also a good opportunity. I know it ultimately protects you, but it's also like a good reminder about like how to be a good client. Like obviously you would freak out if something like that happened, but if you had that checkpoint, you might be a bit less shocked. Yeah. It's like an educational tool as well. Yeah. So just kind of understand, you know, no one is, I mean, typically the, you've never mailed 200 things and they mail no. before. You don't know what right. to expect. So it just kind of gives them you know, expectations. That's a really important part of the process with clients and just like doing it super well is having expectations and they know exactly what's coming. Like, hey, this is what's going to happen in these next steps. Here's what could happen. Here's the things I'm doing to prevent that from happening for you, et cetera, et cetera. And just keeping that going. And it just goes a long way in that client relationship. Wow. Yeah. I, I love that. Love it. So you mentioned at the top of the episode or maybe before we started recording that in general with your brand that having this process be fun and personal and super exciting. So outside of like, okay, you have workflows, but maybe they're not all automated and you have so many high touch points with your clients, like strategically wise, like what else are you doing to make this seem fun and exciting and your brand and good for them? Yeah, totally. So the client portal is like my secret weapon for knocking client socks off. Um, so they absolutely love it. So one of the things I do is I'm always trying to basically brand this experience, not only with my business, but like for their wedding as well. So Auto gives you the option to create like a custom header for the client portal. So I create a special one for each client. So if a client, like let's say my chicken wing client, bless her, I love them so much. So like their wedding was all about really bright pinks and oranges. And before I've even put together you know, their lookbook or any kind of design inspiration, I'm already like stalking them, finding out, <laughs> you know, what kind of wedding they want and creating like almost a mini mood board to put up there in their client portal. So before we've even started the design process, when they open their client portal, they have this like mini mood board customized with their names and they see that and they're like, oh my gosh, she's already got my vision. Every single time I've got an email being like, I can't believe this, it's already perfect. Like, one of the things that's really important to me, it's just creating this like visual thing to be like, Hey, I've got you. I see what the vision you're looking for. I already see it for you. And I'm going to like always just like reiterate that and just echo it back to them. So the portal is awesome within the portal too. I also keep links for like their, their guest address template and I make it fun by I already have like their etiquette ready to go, but also just like some fun, like cheeky <laughs> jokes about etiquette in there with their wedding addressing. So a leak to a Google Doc in there, which is so great that it's all in one place. Like I love Auto, seriously. And then I like to use GIFs in my forms as well. GIFs, GIFs, however you say it. I don't know. It's like the ultimate debate, but I like to use that in my forms. Sometimes I'll like change them out depending on the type of client, like just things that we've talked about 
Like if they're like, oh, I'm a huge Seinfeld fan, like I can put something about that in there just so they know they're being heard too. So it's always fun for me to just like, like I said, I don't feel like I could automate anything (laughs) because I'm literally tweaking it for each couple and, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to understand the way they communicate best. Like, are they, are they fun and outgoing? Are they have a more serious romantic tone and just making sure the process reflects that as well. I love that. And I think that that using a tool like this to, you still have a template that you're relying on. You oh, don't yeah. have to reinvent the wheel every single time. Right. I love the merriment of relying on a template for you to automate at least your brain to like, okay, here's what's next. Here's what I need to do. Here's the reminders. But for them, it feels 100% custom made every single time, every step of the way. And that is when like, when y'all can meet that for your clients, no matter who you serve, I think it's that's where the magic happens. Well, and I think that's just a great example of a premium experience where obviously they're paying a premium for you to duplicate all this stuff out and listen to them enough to change out <laughs> gifts in their onboarding forms. Like, but, but those are the kinds of things that are going to touch their heart and make that experience even better. And obviously a wedding is such an important part of people's lives. And they remember so many like bizarre little details. Mm -hmm. And for some people, that's going to make a huge difference on their impression and whether they recommend you to someone else and whether they enjoy that actual thing or not, you know? So I applaud you for that. I think it's great. But yes, it sounds like it's a ton of work, but you guys, I really have it down to a science at this point because every email, they're all canned emails that are Mm -hmm. templates, but I just have like little areas that have made it very easy to swap in this detail or swap in something here. So those types of things. So it's not completely reinventing the wheel. It's just like reinventing that process for each client. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or just tweaking it. Yeah. yeah. And I often hear from my clients too, like this was the most fun part of wedding planning. Like it was so easy and so seamless. So not only am I doing like those fun things, but I think Dubsado just comes in as like the awesome MVP for making it so simple and easy. Cause as soon as it starts getting clunky and just like, oh, what button do I press? Like, how do I log in here? then it's not fun anymore, right? Like the whole part of making things actually fun is making it simple and non-stressful and something they can sit down with their fiance and be like, hey, let's fill out this form together. And it doesn't feel like a chore. It feels like something they are excited to do. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. 
When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. I have been on the receiving end of an intake form that was fun to fill out and didn't take a ton of my time. And other ones where I'm like, I'd actually rather have a 30 minute call with you and dump all this information than type it all because this is ridiculous. So like, (laughs) I think paying attention to all of those things makes a big impact on how your client feels about the experience. Like to me, the questions you're talking about feel like almost like a date night, like let's watch a movie, fill out this form over dinner. Like, I don't know. It just seems fun. Yeah. I literally tell them like this form pairs well with a glass of wine, Mm -hmm. hanging out, make it a date night. And then I'll even send them, usually I'll send them like a little Starbucks gift card and mugs, like a couple mugs and be like, have a coffee date with your spouse, your spouse, your partner while you're filling this out. You know, and I try to make it like, I even have thought about this too, like making a Spotify playlist to send with it. Oh my <laughs> God, please do it. I haven't gotten to that point yet, but I'm like, is this a good idea? I don't know. Like, I, I just idea. love it. So I'll probably do that at some point. <laughs> I feel like you know, if I were to make that now, like all the people getting married now are obviously younger than me, most of them. And so I'd be like, what do the kids listen to these days? <laughs> I do not know what to put on we'll there. put the Trippin' Wing song on there. They'll be like, what the <laughs> heck? <laughs> uh, exactly. But like these wedding clients or clients who are looking for custom stationery, they're already very detail oriented. If they are looking for a custom designer, like they clearly want someone to pay attention to their needs and not just, you know, pick something from a book or from minted. Um, so every little detail where you can say, Hey, I see you just goes the furthest way. Like even like the password to their portal will be something 
like maybe it's the place where they got engaged or the name of their dog or just something like that. So it's not just like one, two, three client. It's like, hey, <laughs> your password is, I don't know, like Rocco or whatever your dog yeah. name is. I'm like, yeah. oh, so cute. And I'll never forget that. So just keeping things alive like that. Well, and what I hope our listeners are paying attention to, I know this is, you know, it's about Dubsado and workflows or how to make the client experience, but so many of our listeners are wanting to like shift into the premium experience, right? They started out offering packages and everyone starts low, undercharging, like figuring their stuff out. And everyone, everyone has that hurdle of like, okay, do I just up my prices forever? And now I'm just charging a lot, but nothing's really changed. But I, what I want you guys to hear is that with that premium experience comes premium service. While the actual deliverables might be the same throughout every stage of your product. Maybe you just get better at whatever it is that you're offering, but the service that you're adding on is unlike any other. And the time that you take to listen and reiterate and show that you're listening is the stuff that people are paying for without them realizing that that's what they want to be paying for. So I think our for our listeners who are wanting to get into that next tier, it takes actions on your part, not necessarily more offers, not necessarily more things in their package. Like you don't have to offer more things, but just a like holistic service. And I love seeing it. VIP is like my favorite. Well, and I hope you guys are listening to the little nuances she's talking about. Like the password being custom. It's mm-hmm. like amazing. Like what if I've so downloaded simple. so many photos and there's like some four digit pin and I'm like, yeah. one day, if someone would just make it my address, yeah. I would be so much happier because yeah. it's always a four digit code. I will never remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I think right. you have the power to make it easy for people or make it more frustrating. So Yeah, for sure. And that just totally separates you from like, hey, I'm an entry level designer or hey, I'm a next level like experience producer. Like not only are you going to get these wedding invitations that you're going to pass down and show your grandkids, your guests are going to be talking about, you're going to have so much fun the whole time. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and it sounds fun for you. That's the vibe I'm getting. I think you love picking out those little details. That's what I do. It's like such a challenge. Like when I get their like love story questionnaire, I'm like, okay, I'm going to print this out. I'm like circling things and sketch it. I know. So I'm like, I just literally, it feels like a science. It feels like I'm like baking like a cake, like pulling Mm -hmm. out these like ingredients and then be like, how can I juxtapose this with this? It's very exciting for me. And I think it's exciting for them to be like, whoa. Like, I would have never thought of this. Like, this is totally unique. And that's the type of clients that I like working with is ones that really trust me to like be like, hey, this is what I see for you and not ones that come to me and say like, I want, you know, this, this and this. And I'm like, I'm not necessarily a person for you. I'm not like a a pixel pusher. Like, I'm a creative mind who is going to tell you what you want. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. I am curious. You also run like more a retail side where you have products you're producing. You also do wholesale. Have you figured out a way to incorporate Dubsado more into the other arm of your business or are you mostly utilizing it for client work? I am mostly utilizing it for client work. The retail and wholesale side kind of runs itself within Shopify and Fair. So all the orders are coming through there. Now, if I have like a one-off project, like art licensing or something like that, I will use Dubsado strictly for invoicing and a contract, which is great for that too, because it's beautifully branded. 
I love that. But mostly I'm using Dipsado for just pure custom work. Outside of wedding invitations, I'll also use it for custom crest clients because sometimes I'll do just the crest, like a watercolor crest for them and go through that whole same process. It's a lot like the wedding invitation process, just a lot more pared down. (laughs) So it's still very similar. And then in another way, I was using it before, not as much now, but it might give some ideas to your audience, is I also do custom pet portraits. And it used to be really important to me to like leverage that pet portrait into upselling them with products with their pet's face on them. So I would create like a custom order form where it would have quick little mock-ups from their pet portrait I did that has their pet portrait on a mug, on a pillow, and be like, here's how you can order it. And Dubsada makes it I where you can like create. I feel like I need that of my head. <laughs> you need one. Yeah. So I don't necessarily do that anymore because <laughs> I've got a lot of other things going on, but it was really cool for them to go wow. ahead and see, oh, I can get greeting cards with you know my pet's face on it and already see kind of what it looks like. So just like a, a custom order form for that product I had already sold them. It was just like, hey, here's a second level tier of how you could upgrade your order. And using Dubsada for that was great. Yeah. That process is also, again, you telling them what they need. Like Our clients are coming to us for us to be the service provider, not for them to be like, what about this? What about that? It's literally our job to tell and offer. And I've talked about this before on the show, but when I was a photographer, didn't do it through Dubsado. It was all in person, but I would come to their viewing session with canvases, with prints, with iPhone covers, with magnets, with whatever, because like as soon as you see it and it's got your kid's face on it, you're going to want it. And so having that next step process of like, here's what life could look like when you order all of these other amazing things that I already have to show you. Exactly. Really, really <laughs> like super upsell factor. Yeah. And I'm a very visual person. And I know some people like they can't, they're like, oh, my pet's face on a mug. Like, but then they see it in the cute little style photo. They're like, oh, that is adorable. Like now that they've seen it. It's just like, like I always, they would always buy it. Like it was just like a no way they're not going to buy this kind of thing. (laughs) So it definitely worked. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and sometimes it sounds like you kind of custom made some of those mock-ups, but doing that, I'm sure was worth your time. I'm sure there is now some other ways you could probably automate that. Yeah. Yeah. Like back in the day, you guys. I don't don't know all of the Photoshop tricks anymore right because like you can like photo merge and it'll go bloop, 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 yeah, and all these actions will happen. i don't know i don't know there are things above my pre grade we did an go. episode earlier we were talking about the beginning of our client business where when canva didn't even exist and we're just like this is weird to like i feel like it wasn't that long ago and here we are like that whole thing didn't even exist yeah. <laughs> but, like when we started our business Dubsado didn't exist. Canva didn't exist. Like all of these tools. And I, I know some fine artists are like cringing. Please stop talking about Canva. But <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what? I know so many artists that use it all the time. Yeah, it's- I'll use it for quick graphics if I need to. I'm a lot faster in Photoshop though. Like Canva, I do work better in Photoshop than Canva. But do you guys remember when like PicMonkey was a thing? Is that yes. what it's called? Or yeah. you know, like the song lyrics of your photos in high school with like, I don't even know. But that's a whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs> Think, look how lucky we are to have all these awesome I tools. I know. You guys have so many tools. I'm, <laughs> we, Emily and I joke all the time if we had these tools, we would have stayed longer in the industry we were in. So Absolutely. 
Well, I think this was awesome and I have ideas and I don't even do this. So. <laughs> um, I love just before we go into talk strategy to me, if you have any other specific like things you feel like you're doing a little bit differently or parts of your client experience that you, are just like your favorite, like I'd love for you to share. Well, one of my things that like I'm like very passionate about is the contact form, like the initial contact form, because I think a lot of people are just like, okay, I put a contact form up. That's great, whatever. But a lot of people don't think about like the goal of their contact form. And so when I was kind of figuring out how I wanted to run my stationary business and work with these type of clients, I was like, I don't love like the inquiry process and trying to sell them myself and my artwork and like going back and forth like that is just like, I don't want to do that. I just want to like get them booked and move through it. And so I was like, the goal of my inquiry form is literally to get them booked as fast as possible. And I know other designers, their goal is to get them on a phone call or their goal is to just get like just an email from them so they can like start selling, upselling and talking to them and creating that conversation. And I, my contact form is a little bit longer because I want that information up front because I'm going to move you through the process so fast. It's so much easier for me. And that's more important than me trying to be like, let me hold your hand the whole way. (laughs) So I would just challenge your audience to think about what the goal of their contact form is. Do they want to book a phone call? Do they want to move through the process fast or they want to move through it slow? Like either way is fine. Just be very aware what works best for you and your business and not just choosing, you know, what you think the industry standard is or what someone else is doing. Because that's where I kind of got hung up on where people are like, you have too many questions. But I'm like, the clients I work with love filling those out. Like they're going to spend so much time, like they're just excited. And so it's okay if mine has a million questions because I'm able to create a proposal immediately from the inquiry form without any follow-up emails. Do you, because one of the things you mentioned top of the hour was really just about how your clients are ready by the time they get to you. What are you doing on your site? Or it sounds like this contact form might be part of the, like the magic of it, but like, are you being really transparent with your pricing? Are you like talking about your services premium? Like how are you setting them up for success even before they get to that form? Yeah. So I'm a little bit unique in the fact that I do completely custom watercolors. So pretty much once a client sees my work and they want to book with me, they're just like, yeah, we want to have her. Like there's no other option because my style is so unique and specific. Like I'm not doing, you know, very modern style on this, an organic style with on handmade paper. Like it's not a lot of different options. It's like, I do custom watercolor, like you see my style. And if you like it, then you're going to like me. And so very quickly, once they realize I want custom watercolor, I'm like the go-to gal for that. So most of my clients come from Instagram or from a Google search of custom watercolor wedding invitations. That keyword is like my bread and butter. So it's just a very, the type of client that's coming to me quickly and booking right away already has in their head that they want watercolor invitations. They're not trying to be like, well, I don't know if I want letterpress or foil, all these different types of things and kind of questioning what types they want. They're already decided I want watercolor painting and that's what I want (laughs) and they're ready to go. So I've already kind of created this path for myself where it makes it very easy to, for clients to just come to me right away. Well, I mean, if you're going to own it, own it. I'm just going to own it. Own that chicken wing watercolor. (laughs) It makes it so much easier. (laughs) Well, and then the nice thing about that is I know I'll say this for all the creatives out there. I think there's a lot of pressure when you're starting out to try to 
look and appeal to all different people of all different styles and preferences. But I'll tell you what, like having a style and sticking to it, like one that you love and feel really comfortable with and like get excited about. And I know because I've been there, like it will grow and evolve and like change over time. But you leaning into that energy, I think is so important. So I love that like, if they want this, you are that person like that, be that. And I think so many of you can do that for other things. Like if you want to be a moody photographer, like be a moody photographer. Don't like do light, bright and airy for one client and moody the next, like own your style. I love it. Anyway. I'm like, no, I couldn't agree more. Like I get so hyped up about this. Like when people are trying to be all the things they're like, but this person is like, it's like, who cares? They don't like it. Like this other person is going to love it. And they're going to pay you five times the amount for it because they love it so much. Yeah. (laughs) Like lean into what you love and what you're really, really good at because that passion will just really start to shine through too. And the people are going to just gravitate towards that. Like when you start to look at everyone else and what they're doing, you just become like this watered down Walmart version where you could just be like your own standalone target and like doing your own thing. And like, it just drives me crazy. <laughs> so yeah. like lean into it all. Like the riches are in the niches for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now I'm just stalking your Instagram and I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. oh my. <laughs> yeah, I saw some of your pets and I was like, oh, I know. So like, <laughs> bring back the pets. I no, know. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to make it. I scrolled a while. (laughs) Okay. Let's move into talk strategy to me. And if you want to recap anything to just to kind of give people something to think about in regards to not necessarily automating, but building a template that's super custom, both the strategy behind that and using Dubsado. And then if there's any last minute strategies that you feel like you missed, you can throw them in at this point too. Perfect. Yeah. So obviously the first one would be just personalize where you can and just tweak the process as much as you can for each custom client. If you really want to start to up-level that client experience and just take it to the next level where you're able to charge a premium price and not even change your offerings. So using those canned emails, but still tweaking them to each client, using your templates, but just making small changes like switching in the you know the gifts or the wording or something like that just always having those templates ready to go but utilizing them differently for each client and then my second little talk strategy to me would be to use the mom test <laughs> which is basically have your mom go through your process and make sure that like the questions that you're asking your client, are you explaining like what you need well or making it stupid easy for your clients? Like anything I do in my business where I start something new, I'm like, hey mom, can you go like check out on my website and go through the full thing or like let me send her through like she's a client because my mom like teaching her how to copy and paste, like I would rather literally hire a live band to perform for my parents every single night and like then have to teach my mom how to copy and paste ever again. So I always send her um, through the process with the mom test. And that's just to make sure too, like there's no hiccups if like a mother of the bride's coming in, she's able to understand. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, sorry. Sorry, mom, if you're listening, but (laughs) okay. All the moms will be forgiven. Now the thing I'm looking forward to, and I'm really hoping that we become the generation that kids are a little less frustrated with, but (laughs) I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't think so. I think you hit a certain age and you're like, I just don't want to learn. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, I'm done. Like, I already got my things and like, I can't do anymore. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So yeah, the mom test is great. 
And my third one would be to just prioritize the goal of your contact form. Like don't just pick something because someone else is doing it or choose the questions because someone else has something. Like actually figure out what you want to do with your contact form and how you want to move your clients through the process. If you want to like date them kind of slowly, call them on the phone, or if you just want to like get them booked, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, like me, (laughs) and move them through. Yeah. Love it. Awesome. Well, I know people are going to want to go check out your beautiful work. Where can Mm. they find you, hang out from you, buy your retail products? Oh my gosh. Yes. So you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Cammie Monet, C-A-M-I-M-O-N-E-T. And yes, Monet really is my middle name. My dad is an artist. He named me very appropriately. Worked out super well. <laughs> and then you can check out all the things on my website and my contact form if you want to see what that looks like. It's cameramonet.com. And then I also have a podcast, the Biz Birthday Bash podcast, where we teach paper people and artists how to make biz strategy a piece of cake. So you can check us out there. I love that. Thank you so much for being here this week. Yes. Thanks, guys. This has been awesome. I've listened to you like when I first started. So this is just like full circle. Yeah. <laughs> Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.